welcome to Meanwhile in the Falcons, a podcast from FITV where we talk about what's been going on at FITV Towers this week. Um, you're joined with me, Catherine. Me, Johnny. And Oliver. And it's just the three of us today. So obviously, Paula, it's the first week without Paula. Yeah. How, how has that been, guys? It's been different, hasn't it? The office has felt quiet. <laughs> it's felt very quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially with Hannah going yesterday as well. Yeah, so it's also just the three of us because Hannah has now left to go on holiday and she's left the three of us here to somehow manage. And for ourselves, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, but it's been all changed the past week. So Johnny's moved on to Paula's desk, started ripping things off the notice board. Yeah, and I know, <laughs> I know. You've got to be ruthless in this business. Because, yeah, Paula came in on Monday, didn't she? Um, just to, I think, to pick up Steve or something like that. And she'd seen that... A desk had been cleared. There was just a little box of all the stuff that was on a desk, and mm. it was it was given one day one day's notice, I think, and then it was just going to be chucked in the bin. Yeah. So, um, mark on it. It's ruthless. She's got it. Once once you're out the door, Paula, <laughs> forgotten really. But I still haven't. I've still got a few of her things on the notice board. I've only <clears throat> I've only actually pinned over one thing. So we just interrupted there by the phone. Sorry about that, folks. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, so it has been an interesting week, all changed. But um, it started, I think, with an interesting weekend last weekend. So I was off um, running around Stanley doing a scavenger hunt, which was highly entertaining. Um, my team didn't win, unfortunately. Everyone will be disappointed to know. But Ollie, you were off somewhere very interesting, weren't you? Yes, I was on another island, Keppel Island, this one. And it's a very historic island and... Not very many people know much about the history of it, so we've managed to get kind permission from the, the owner to go there. Um, and Saunders Island, the Paul Evans family, thank you for them for their kind hospitality. We went across uh, to Keppel Island, which was former South American Mission uh, Society and station as well, which was great. And it's quite weird. It's as if someone's like gone for a walk and never came back. Like the beds are still made, the Land Rovers that are decaying in the uh, in the bush and all this. And then there's obviously a gargoyle at the top that has SAMS on it, which is South American Mission mm. Society. It's just it's just one of those where it's like the Falcons, you're used to these kind of wooden houses or these kind of flat pack houses, whereas these are proper stone houses. And I've obviously been there for years, um, just, just left there and nothing's happening. The last time someone actually lived there was, what, 1992? So, yeah. Who, was, just who been, was that? Was that a... a just, Millers, I believe, because it used to be a farm. Yeah. And they got rid of all the sheep and stuff, and then it's just been left, just been left there to do nothing. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate the, if Lionel Fell's listening, thank you very much to the owner for the permission. We've got some really nice footage. Um, and it's become, like, sometimes, I don't know if you guys feel this, but when, it's when, a, when you get a story, you become a bit obsessed with it if you're really passionate about it. Mm. Uh, and that's definitely what I am at the moment. I've been sat in the libraries a couple of times, you know, reading swatting up, reading as many books as I can. Uh, just one of those little stories, little secret little nuggets about the Falcons that are not really publicised well, but it's just something that we can try and uncover, which is good. It's a really exciting time. So what's happening to Capel now with the buildings and stuff? Like you mentioned they're just sort of like left there. Yeah, so there's a bit of a... Um, uh, yeah, so the buildings are just left there at the moment and there's a bit of a, they're left in a bit of a state um, because obviously no one's looked after them. For a while, which is which is fair enough. It's you know, like in the end, that's that's up to the owner. Um, but there is talk of trying to re, you know, um, revamp them and, and, and help them out and um, you know do building work and things on it. But that's a debate debate for another day because it has been brought up in the historic building committee and etc. But yeah, at the moment it's very provisional and it's you know it's good to see we managed to get on the island and actually get the footage. 
that we were needed. So which is good. And not not many people have really been on the island, have they? No, I mean, like I said, since nine ninety two, it's been un- uninhabited, um, and like I say, it's very. Yes, it was good. Thank you for the permission. But yeah, it was uh, not very many people have been on it, which was great. So are you trying to find people that have actually been to Keppel? Yeah, no, I am. It's, uh, so that's a good, good plug there. So if anyone is listening that knows much about Keppel Island, then do get in contact because, I, like I said, as I said, I'm getting quite obsessed with it, but I want to know as much as I can about it, the history, the heritage, what it was like when you lived there. There was a David Brown tractor, which is from Huddersfield, so that was quite <laughs> a bit of a Yorkshire theme there. Um, but yeah, I know it was great. Um, but yeah, if anyone is does know much about Keppel Island, then do get in contact. Awesome. So yeah, that was a very exciting, exciting weekend for Ollie going to look at this new, different island. <laughs> I mean, I never like when I came to the Falklands. Obviously, I knew that the Falklands existed and it was like two big islands, but I didn't realise how many islands there were here. Because mm. there's what is it like seven hundred odd outer islands? So many. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but I didn't realise there was that many different islands here and the fact that there's so many like obviously there's the ones that everyone goes and visits with the tourists accommodation mm. on and things like that like sea lion and saunders um but there's so many like little islands and just tiny bits of land that people don't go to and it, i think it's just crazy it's, it's mad um, some of these islands we've managed to get onto as well and it's like you look at them and no one's touched them for age like saddle island for example that's been like the past since what 2002 there's only been two recorded visits really and it's just been left there so the point of you've got sea lions um, swimming up to you, and that never that doesn't happen usually. They're usually isn't. quite scared. So uh, it's just crazy. Like, um, but yeah, there's like seven hundred odd islands, isn't there? So, um. mm. by the sounds of things, things though, with the tourism industry growing mm. quite a lot with within the agriculture and farmers are sort of tapping into that a lot more, aren't they? And, and they've used this time with lack of international tourists, from what I've heard, yeah. to sort of build up their, I don't know, their settlements to, mm. to tourists and visitors in the coming years. It might mm. just, it might mean that there'll be more things just popping up and more chances mm. to go and see more of the islands, which is cool. Because yeah. obviously, Johnny, as well, you arrived here in winter, so you, it was right, right at the end of the trip, so yeah. you've not had a chance to go to any islands yet. No. Is there any that you've heard about that you really fancy going to? You're planning a trip in the summer? I haven't planned anything yet. I mean, just because I know that I, I was told that it wasn't really going to be possible since I've since I've got here, but obviously I've heard good things about all the all the main the main ones that are quite a bit easier to get to and more accessible on, on the routes. But I mean, Ollie's always talking about the islands because <laughs> you're out and about on a lot of them, but they seem like they're all exclusive. <laughs> so I don't know how easy they they are. There's always there's got to be a reason to get to those ones. Mm. Um, but I mean, at the moment, yeah, not, I haven't planned anything yet, but I will. I will definitely once the weather. I mean, the weather's really nice at the moment, but once the weather gets gets to a good point in summer, I'll, I'll be planning some stuff. But I'm, I'm going to tap into you guys, your knowledge, because you've you've been about and and just speak to local people and see what mm. see what they say really. Yeah, and also you mentioned the weather is nice. Obviously, it's like midwinter now here mm. in the Falklands, and other than that bit of snow we had, that I still find it mad that there was snow in May June time. Mm. Um, it has been really nice recently and really calm, not so much wind. So it's perfect whale watching weather. Yeah. So I know we keep mentioning the whales, but me and um, we went out on, I think it was it Monday afternoon. It was really quiet, me and Tyrone, who you will see on the sofa this week. He has joined us for a few months. Um, we went to look and see if we could see some whales. And again, about five whales, so close in up near Cape Pembroke. Mm. And it's just crazy to that you can see the wildlife that close. And obviously going to these islands, you can see like wildlife that you wouldn't expect to see in real life, just 
there. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, kind of linking to that slightly, but unexpected things that are just on our doorstep. Just yesterday, there were, I mean, yesterday and Wednesday, there were some explosions, weren't there, just instantly, which I found kind of mad. I kind of had to pinch myself a little bit in the sense that I was sent out to film a controlled explosion in the middle of the, the town that we live in, um, which was to do with some unexploded ordinances that have been found on, on an area, like a plot of land that they're starting to build on, mm. which is interesting. Yeah, it was proper breaking news for the Falklands, wasn't it? It's in mm -hmm. a post on Facebook that the police posted saying that they'd found some, like say, some unexploded ordinance and they, they were going to be doing some controlled explosions on Wednesday. So I sort of ran down and tried to get a video of it, but a car parked in front of me right as right as they Classic. exploded it. So, <laughs> so you can't see much of it. But then, um, but yeah, the announcement that they'd found some more and they were doing some further explosions on Thursday. So you and Tyrone went to film that and we yeah. spoke to Barry Thacker about it, about what they'd actually found. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't wanted to have been the person operating the digger that found no, those. No, but, no. Um, it's still It's still a little bit... I mean, there hasn't been that loads of information about it yet, has there? So no. There is, I mean, there isn't a cause to worry for for residents, it, it would seem, but it's still slightly unexplained about how uh, what where they've come from. Yeah, yeah. I think no no one sort of has fully come out and said, oh, it, they're they're from like this period, for example. But um, the police are obviously reminding people if they do see something that they think is suspicious, to stay away from it, don't go near it or anything, um, and just call the police mm. and if you let them know the location then they'll go down and take a look and it will be dealt with. So but I don't know if you yeah. noticed when, when you saw the explosion that you saw but we saw it before we could hear it. Yes it's because um, of the sound. Yeah the sound um, waves yeah which is just I mean it's just it's just one of those things that you didn't really think about until yeah. you actually you see it and it's like whoa. Yeah it's the same when the big planes go over and like the A400 and stuff and you hear the noise now like, what was that but the plane has already disappeared into the distance where you see the plane mm. and then a few seconds later you hear it it's really really odd isn't it Cause yeah that's the thing i heard the explosion I thought oh okay well i'll film it now but then i didn't realize it already happened and that's why the car had, i yeah. didn't get it because the car was in front and i only realized afterwards but well i mean you because you, you've been doing the demining series yeah and it was the final episode coming out on this this week's show, isn't it? Yes, it was to talk about the deminers that have stayed in the Falklands. Because um, I thought, you know, you chop down the, the final demining sign, but it doesn't mean that that's the project finished. Because you've got people, you know, Zimbabweans that have stayed here, Lebanese that have stayed here, you know, that love the Falklands that much, that have actually settled their families down here. And I thought it'd be nice just just have a little chat about you know what? It, why that? Why they stayed here, and what were the reasons were, and and why they like the Falcons that much. And when I spoke to when I spoke to Shupi Chimbunda, a very good footballer, um, he's actually in my team. <laughs> yeah, my team for this year. And he was saying that they he arrived. He was one of the first batch of deminers that arrived, and um, and he's arrived in flip flop shirts and a t shirt. Really? <laughs> and he was like, "Where is this?" Because he never he never heard about the Falcons before. Oh, wow. And now he now you know and now he's, he's living here. He's, he's working here. He's in the community playing football here. So it's a really good little success story. Um, so yeah. how long has he been he been living here now? Ten ten years. I ten years. Um, don't quote me on that. If you have got that wrong, do we get in contact? <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's over ten years because he was part of the first demining effort in two thousand and eight. Uh, when they when they first arrived, phase one, uh, but I just found it quite fascinating just how the deminers have 
some demanders have stayed here. And did he quickly have to buy some walking socks and a and a big warm coat then? <laughs> what was the, know, what was the transition <laughs> from flip flops to to actually getting out off, off the plane and realizing that it's not quite no, not quite. But it was it fascinating tropical. because I spoke to there's not just Shufi but there's a few others as well. Then they were talking about like before they arrived here, they were demining in I don't know other countries that are currently a war zone. Then you mm. come here to the Falcons where the big battle was the weather. Yeah, so yeah. It, was just, it was quite fascinating, quite fascinating insight. But yeah, that's the final part of the demining series done. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, it's been a very interesting series. So obviously that's on the show this week. But you also, you always keep mentioning football. So it's time for me to switch off and not say anything while you talk about what is this about football in your team? What is this for, Johnny? Oh, right. Yeah. So, well, you mentioned Shoopy and Shoopy's in in my, well, the Stanley Services, they've, they've just launched a... Um, a football league, I, they've done it before, so I, I, Ollie's the man really to talk about the previous ones because I've obviously only been here for a couple of months now. But the newest, um, the newest instalment of the league started yesterday, so that will be Thursday night, whenever anyone's listening to this. Um, and the curtain raiser was <laughs> my team, the Bull Rings, playing against. I actually don't know who, the team that we played against. Their, name, their names, but. We were it's the just first, not important, is it? We were the <laughs> first game of the season. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. We were the first game of the season and we came out with a win, 3-2. So we were top of the league for five minutes. Nice. <laughs> but, I mean, it's quite funny because, obviously, you know, we live together as well. And, obviously, you've been going around the house pretending to be, like, goal-scoring and cheering and all that. So it's quite an exciting time for nice, quite good. a lot of people. And, basically, it's 80 people, I believe, um, 80 players that have, Put the, names, players, put the names forward. There's, I mean, there's loads of teams. Yeah, and basically, it's a weekly tournament, a weekly round robin, um, and the winner wins the trophy at the end of it, which is I think in August or September time. Um, but yeah, just a nice, nice opportunity for people to get active during the winter, and just keep, you know, keep themselves busy. But it's not just uh, men. There's there's also ladies that also play in the league. So it's an mm. open league, which is good. Uh, like a former FITV member, uh, Michelle Winard plays, which is very, very good player. Um, but yeah, just an opportunity for people to, yeah, to get active good. during the winter, so they're not staying. There in was all. a bit of a crowd as well. Yeah, like watching. I don't know if that's yeah. because it was the first week, and uh, I'm guessing it won't be every game. Maybe they just turn out to see the boorings. I don't know. Uh, well, there's, there's quite a lot, <laughs> and then because obviously there's the hockey season going on as well. Yeah, there uh, is. So yeah, there's quite a few sports going on, which is good. Um, it's always funny at the Leisure Centre because there's obviously the main hall, sports hall, which most of the the leagues or, or sports t- take place in or host in that hall. And it's such a quick turnaround from, so before the football was on, there was some ball hockey being played and you literally have like a minute where they all just clear out and then the football just starts again and, and there's just a completely different load of people just all playing different sports. But I, yeah. find, I always find it quite funny just like, the transition is always rapid, but yeah. it's always it's just always rammed in the ledger centre. There's always stuff going on. And that's good, good, especially during the winter time. But yeah. obviously, um, so my weekend's stocked with uh, playing my first game on Sunday. Yeah. But Catherine, I know we've had our minute in a football talk, but we'll bring you in for the... the uh, you've got something exciting this Friday, today, or Friday, haven't you? For the, this afternoon, for the judging of the exhibition or something? Oh, You're yeah, so... Each year, the both the schools they have these exhibitions called the Sue Whitley Memorial Exhibition. I believe she was a, an art teacher in the Falklands, um, and she was unfortunately killed during the 1982 conflict. Um, so they have these memorial exhibitions 
sort of in her name. Um, so on Monday, well, yeah, Monday coming up, we've got Sue Whitley exhibition at the at Fix, the high school, um, and they're doing some sort of demonstrations and uh, workshops with people, but also. Um, IJS, the junior school, has their exhibition on over the weekend, so I was going to go to that, but um, we're actually going on Friday evening where they'll be judging the art, so that'll be nice. So that'll be in the show next week, so it's all the children's art that they've done. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, that'll be really nice to see. What, what type of art is it? Because obviously you've been getting involved with a variety of art, like watercolours, photography, etc. But what type of art is, is the exhibition? Well, it's just, it's just all the artwork that the children have done at the schools over the past year. So, I mean, I've not been to the exhibition yet, oh, okay. so I will I will find out when I go tonight. So it's um it's not like a specific like um, oh it's not a category. Oh, okay. oh no no no, it's just it's just the artwork that the children have been doing over the past year. So it's just like school school children doing their artwork. <laughs> yeah. So it's not. Um, I don't think it gets too specific. No, it's not <laughs> school. But no, anyway, we will find fun. out this evening. So that will be that will be fun. See but some budding artists. Yeah. Some budding Richard Cockwells. <laughs> then looking into next week, obviously we've got Farmers Week going on, which is organised by the Rural Rural Business Association. There we go. That's a mouthful. Um, so there's a load of talks and events happening at the town hall. It starts with the expo on Sunday, which you're going to, aren't you, Johnny? Um, yep. at, oh, and Ollie. Um, so you're both going to the expo where all the local businesses have their stands and stuff, and then we're going to sort of try and head down to a few of the talks next week yeah. and see what's going on. So it's going to be quite a full, full-on week, I think. Busy week. Well, this is, a, this is a first for all of us. I, last year, when it was basically at this time, it was me and Hannah, and it was the COVID pandemic, so everything was shut down. Mm. Um, it still is the COVID pandemic, but here everything was shut down. Um, so this will be a first for me as well. So this will be quite, it was quite be interesting, it be good. Quite a lot of variety of talks as well, different topics. Yeah. Uh, from tourism to climate crisis to water to there's loads of loads of little things that are going Salmon on. Salmon farming. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, exactly, and wool as well. So, yeah, it should be exciting. Exciting. To no, it'd be good. To. It's a, it's a it's a chance for lots of members of who, who live out in camp to to meet up in Sandy and Sandy and basically have their annual catch ups. I think that's yeah. kind of the the very generic general description that's that's been given to me but apparently it's it's really useful mm. useful week for lots of them um mm. and people in the sandy as well just to catch up and and get the get the information and, and updates from what's been going on in the past year so we'll we'll be around all yeah. week really won't we so that will be very exciting very busy week next week and um, we've got a lot on but yeah, so I think that pretty much rounds up this podcast. If you want to li- uh, watch along with the show, uh, you can go to fitv.co.fk and it's week 540 already. Um, and obviously, if you're in the Falcons, you can watch along on KTV. Um, you can also listen to our other podcast, FITV's News Roundup, which is on Spotify and SoundCloud. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know where to find it. So um, if you want to get in touch with us as well, just email news at fitv.co.fk and we will see you next week. See ya.